and welcome to Taxback.com's Budget 2017 podcast. Today we're asking our tax experts Barry Flanagan and Christine Kiley what tax changes may be upcoming in this year's budget. So, will they finally scrap USC? If they do scrap it, how will they make up for the shortfall? Well, USC is certainly a hot topic coming into this budget. Personal taxes now account for 40% of total tax yield and USC accounted for 9% of total tax receipts in 2015. We do expect USC changes, but a complete abolishment in 2017 is not really likely. Probably we will see a reduction in rates and maybe some changes in the bans and entry level. So we'd be expecting probably a focus also on providing benefit to the low and the middle earners. Yeah, I think it's it's to manage expectations. There's no chance of uh, of them um, scrapping the USC. And in recent weeks, the um, the sound bites that are coming out of Leinster House are that actually there isn't that much scope for tinkering at all. I think really what we can expect this time round. Cutting 1% off the USC would cost approximately um, 500 million. So that'd be the only change that they could make if they're to keep with the constraints they've set themselves. So I think that you might be looking at a half a percent coming off, possibly a half a percent coming off the uh, the 5.5% rate. So that would change the bands to 1%, 3% and 5%. I think that really is about as good as we can hope for from an income tax perspective because I'm just not sure that there is that much space there. Um, and the... It really has been, I think the results of the last election have been slightly misinterpreted as the people don't want tax cuts because they didn't vote for the parties that were promising the tax cuts. But really, if you look at it, well over 50% of the um, population gave their first preference to parties that were promising um, tax cuts. So I think that that narrative has crept in and I don't think that it's correct, um, but it certainly had an impact. And it means that um, you know working people should not be looking forward to too much of a change in their take-home pay as a result of Budget 2017. And income tax for high earners, will there be a change? There was mention of removing the POIE credit for those earning over 100 grand, but these uh, rumours were really hand-in-hand with suggestion that they may abolish the USC completely. Given the fact that we really don't see that happening, I think it's probably more likely that we would see US changes removing lower earners, um, maybe not providing the same level of relief for higher earners, uh, probably using the the cap system again to ensure that high earners don't benefit from the relieving measures that they would be introducing specifically for those lower earners. Yeah, there's no appetite for any additional tax relief for high earners at the moment. So I think any change will be aimed at lower earners and the um, the extent of the relief will be capped, absolutely. And so what's happening with the water charges? Well, at the moment, the water charges, they've been suspended um, until such time as a as a, an expert review panel makes a recommendation. The Dáil will then vote on that um, recommendation that is made Given the, the change in stance recently by Fianna Fáil, where they said that they're now no longer in favour of charges, um, they've, to a certain extent they've preempted that process. Um, so it's unlikely that um, even if the expert commission recommends retention of a charge, it seems unlikely at this point that that will succeed and that that, that will be ratified by the Dáil, which effectively means that we're at a stage where I believe charges have now been scrapped permanently effectively. So is there any chance of it being refunded through a tax credit of any sort? 
I think that people would be extremely put out if it wasn't to be refunded um, in some way, shape or form. And refunded via tax credit um, would seem to be a fair way to do it and would seem to be a way that would look after effectively the people who um, who did actually make the payment. And you have to remember that over approximately 70% of people um, registered with Irish Water and approximately 60% of people paid this. So I don't think you can turn around to half the country and say um, you paid this because you were supposed to pay it and now you're not getting it back. I think the difficulty though with um, refunding it via tax credit would be that there are people out there who probably have have no income tax that they're paying in in, in the current year. So I think that if, if if they were to introduce refund via tax credit, they may need to think a little bit broader. They certainly wouldn't capture everybody who needs to be refunded, and uh, that would um, anybody who paid it who, who should be refunded, really, in in my view. And I think that the political will is that the people who um, who did pay, everybody should be treated equally, whether that means everybody pays or no pays it has to the same has to apply to everyone mm-hmm. and um, do you think they will reduce income tax for the self-employed well we have seen the um, earned income credit of 550 there introduced last year and we do expect some increase here there's also been a focus um, as I understand on the social security benefits available for self-employed workers um, and I believe that that's the government are looking at ways to provide better benefits for them in terms of illness benefits, job seekers benefit and so on. Yeah, they'll definitely increase again. The um, the earned income tax credit is certainly one of the ones, one of the few measures that we would say is almost certainly going to. Um, um, that's a lock. Um, that cost approximately sixty one million last year. So we would again anticipate um, a further sixty million of the available um, space for tax cuts would go on that earned income um, tax credit being increased from five fifty up to one thousand one hundred. The home care tax credit, will it be increased? We saw an increase in the home care tax credit last year where it went up from, I think it was €810 up to €1,000. And as I said, that that, that is very much welcomed. We probably will see some increase um, in the home care tax credit in the upcoming budget as well. Again, given the the, the amount of space that they have, um, it's unlikely to see a huge um, um, increase in that. There have been some promises pre-election um, that it would be doubled from 1,000 to 2,000. That would cost approximately 80 million. So I don't think that that's realistic for it to happen. And again, you know, pre-election promises um, at this stage are are absolutely irrelevant. It's what's in the program for government that is what's going to guide the um, the measures that are being introduced. Um, doubling the home care or even increasing it to 1650 in line with the PAYE credit. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think it might be, they might go halfway, they might increase it to 1325, 1325 this year, which again would carry a cost with it of approximately 30 million. I don't see that there's much more space to do anything else with that. And are they going to increase the tax on cigarettes again? That's always been known as the old reliable, isn't it? You know that we 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 can certainly rely on the fact that we will see some increases in excise duties. Yeah, it brought in again fifty cent to translate to at current consumption rates um, approximately sixty million. So if you do increase that, then you could um, effectively that would pay for the increase in the um, in the the self-employed earned income credit. So I think we'll see cigarettes be hit again. A sugar tax has been proposed as part of the plan to fight obesity. Um, What exactly is the plan and do you think it will pass in this budget? 
I think sugar tax definitely is on the menu. Um, most likely, however, I think it will be delayed until 2018. I understand that any move in in this area will mirror UK changes um, because otherwise we have to consider the, the impact on trade being lost over the border. Yeah, they don't want to incentivize somebody to go to the UK um, at the moment. I mean, the, the FX rate has, has got far more favourable in the last few months as a result of Brexit. So a further incentive to shop in the UK is going to be is not going to be introduced at this point. I think they've been reasonably clear that it will be 2018 when the sugar tax kicks in. It is one of a raft of measures um, that they're introducing. A sugar tax on its own isn't going to do a huge amount. Um, what what I think a lot of people would like to see um, is the the benefit of the extra tax from this sugar tax uh, ring-fenced and reinvested in um, in fitness for schools programs or in some other way um, so that you actually um, can see a direct correlation between the tax on this and the fight against obesity, which is a, um, which is a very important one going forward into the future. So what's happening with um, capital acquisitions tax? In the area of capital acquisitions tax, we're expecting to see some increases in thresholds, particularly the Group A threshold for gifts from parents to their children. There has been rumours about seeing an increase from that from the current level of 280,000 to 500,000. However, we'd expect to really see that on a phased basis rather than see such, such a significant increase in the upcoming budget. Yeah, but one of the things you want to avoid is you want to avoid a situation where people think that the big jump is going to happen next year and therefore they might hold off on, on passing on um, inheritances now and because they think that you know there might be a huge increase. So that's the argument to be made for making the big jump now from 280 up to 500,000. Um, I don't think that there's enough room to do that again. Um, I moved the last year they increased it by 55,000 and that cost 33 million. So you, what you're looking at, if you wanted to go halfway, again, it would cost approximately 60 to 70 million if you wanted to raise the threshold halfway between 280 and 500 up to uh, up to maybe 390,000. And that would also then, it would take into account the fact that house prices have rebounded from the bottom. Uh, we learned during the week that it was approximately um, 43, 44, percent is what they're up so therefore all you're really doing is you're you're indexing that relief um to the raise uh, to the um the rise in house prices which is the primary asset that gets transferred um uh, between the generations and are there any changes to capital gains tax and could you just briefly explain what that is a capital gains tax is a tax that arises on the disposal of an asset. So the person disposing of, of, of the asset will make a gain which is based upon the difference between what they sell it for and what, and what they originally bought it for. And that's, I suppose, a, a, a very short summary of, of, of capital gains tax. We are expecting some potential rate changes, particularly for new startups, with um, entrepreneurial relief being brought more into line with the UK. Yeah, they're under pressure um, to match what the UK is offering to make sure that there's no perceived lack of competitiveness with the UK, to make sure we're not providing anybody with an excuse to leave the country and set up in the UK instead. Again, there's there's scope for that. The UK regime has reduced capital gains for entrepreneurs to 10%, whereas ours is currently 20%. Um, and there's a cap of... Um, 
of of um, of 10 million in the UK, which we would be expecting um, the government to match. Short term, it isn't going to have a huge impact um, on the finances. It really is a longer term move um, to try to position um, the country in a comp- um, in a competitive place internationally. So that's why this is one of the areas where you could see some movement because it isn't going to cash, uh, cost the government in the short term. Minister Simon Coveney is proposing a scheme for first-time buyers. What form is this likely to take? We're expecting some type of a grant or a refund. Um, It could be, for example, a a VAT refund. The problem in this area is a knock-on effect. Um, And, you know, will the relief really be passed on to the first-time buyers? Or will it be something that will essentially just um, push up the house prices further? I mean, we we, we did see with the introduction of the the, the dirt refund measures there um, in in, in the last budget, the, the effect definitely wasn't something that was enjoyed by first-time buyers. No, it's always the question of is you know is, is the unintended consequence just simply that you add five or ten thousand euro onto the cost of the house when the the seller learns that the buyer is is, is a first time buyer and that they're going to be entitled to that? It'll probably take the form of some sort of a refund. Um, I think effectively this is this is window dressing. Um, the the restriction for first time buyers in terms of borrowing has had an effect in reducing the number of people that um, are first-time buyers. It's down from approximately 50% of buyers five years ago to um, or um, to approximately 25% now. So th- the number of first-time buyers is halved. They need something, but it really is difficult to imagine any sort of a break that could be given, any sort of a tax break that could be given that really would convince somebody who isn't looking to buy to buy, I mean, you know, the, it would need to be a, a fairly massive um, investment. Five or ten thousand euro um, isn't huge um, it, for a lot of the counties. It might make a difference where we see the average um, cost of a house in, for example, in in Castlereagh and Rus- um, in Roscommon area would be um, approximately eighty thousand. So that might make a difference rurally, and that's why you might see this brought in because the, that is the area that they would be looking to make a difference in, effectively for first time buyers in um, in Dublin. Four double six, where the average price of a house is in, is is over seven hundred thousand. It's not going to make a huge difference. I think when it when it comes to to anything like announcements in relation to first time buyers or relief for them, it's probably something that gives the government a good news story, something something that's that that sounds great and makes people feel good. But in reality, I I don't see that it's going to be a of significant benefit to any real first time buyer. And what about dirt? I'd say that definitely a reduction in the dirt rate would be most welcome and there have been some rumblings in that area. Yeah, the tax strategy group suggested a drop from 41 to 40%, which is, I, I think, I don't think most people would be measuring that saving in cent rather than in euro. I mean, I, I just don't see the point in doing that whatsoever. Um, I don't think that there'll be anything um, on dirt at all. I think even a reduction of 1% wouldn't go near enough to where, to where it really where people would like it to be if we go back to the you know 2006 2007 situation where people were looking at a dirt rate of 20%. And what do you need to apply for a tax refund with taxback.com? Um, you need your PPS number um, and you need to to make contact with us and we look after everything from there and um, the um, you will be brought through the process by an agent who will explain exactly what we need and exactly what we have. It's possible to do so online. You just go to taxback.com and you look up how to um, how to contact us and we'll get back in contact with you um, and we'll make the process as simple and straightforward as possible. Thank you. 
So that's it for this week's episode of the Budget 2017 podcast. Special thanks to Barry Flanagan and Christian Kiley of Taxback.com. I'm Claire Kennedy. In the next episode, we'll be covering all the other main changes predicted in Budget 2017. You can find all our podcast episodes on our blog at www.taxback.com. 